Power Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Daryl McIntyre. Hey, good morning, 706 here on 630. Chad? Okay, enough. Off you go. You've you've had your talkie time during the music. Off you, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't like the competition. It's a... Uh... All right. That'll do. Now, thanks, Sarah, for that, for just adding that back in. But also, thank you for bringing to my attention a little uh, little organization called PAWS, which is a not-for-profit animal therapy program uh, over at McEwen University. Uh, I've talked many times about when I bring my dogs in. Most, Pretty much everybody here uh, loves to see them. If you get to pet a dog or maybe it's another kind of animal, it just takes some of the stress out of things. It gives, gives you a moment. Maybe that's the whole idea behind Pause, uh, P-A-W-S-S, at McEwen University. So Sarah told me all about this and uh, thought it'd be fun to, to check in and see how this works. I wonder if this could work uh, elsewhere as well. I believe it's just at McEwen for now. Andrea Shute is the uh, director of Pause and joining us this morning. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, it's always nice when there's an animal kicking around that you can you can rub some ears and uh, and say, "Oh, who's a good boy?" And then you know yeah. the animal will say it back to you. <laughs> when, when did this start? How long how long has Paws been around? Um, we started in uh, started as a research study in 2017, but the program itself started in 2018. Oh, so this was a research study to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we did that because we wanted to be able to prove uh, that the program was necessary. So we we um, looked at students' momentary stress, so they would rate their stress before they saw the animals and then after they saw the animals. And, of course, there was a decrease in patients or students' perceptions of momentary stress. So then we got the go-ahead to start the program, and it has, it, well, other than COVID, but it has exploded. Uh, in what way, just to, with how many people have embraced it and grabbed it and want more, 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 more? Yeah, it's the number of students that come to see the individual dogs because we have established some different programs at McEwen. So we have our drop-in programs that are Monday and Tuesday where students can go to the library or the Center for Sexuality and Gender Diversity and just spend some time with the dogs. And then we have our program in Key Watson, which is our Indigenous center, and they can go there. Uh, faculty wanted to start to bring their dogs, so we were certifying faculty to bring their dogs in. And we see students, you know, one-on-one, or if they want to come in a group, they come in our offices. Uh, we're in Edmonton Public now, so some of the teachers have their dogs in their classrooms. We have reading programs at some of the schools, so it's really exploded. Um, I guess, you know, back in the day, I never got to bring my dog to school, but I mean, is it more stressful or is it just more of a recognition that there are things we can do to help make what can be a stressful time a little easier to deal with it? Um, I think it's probably a combination of both, to be honest. Um, student stress is high, and we also want to create a workplace that is fun because students are here long hours. We work long hours. Um, you might as well have some fun at work. There's no point coming to work if you don't, if there's no fun. And a dog brings joy. Like the, the smiles on people's faces, 
just to be able to sit and have somebody say, I needed this today, um, it's worth it. Uh, but it's not just dogs either. Uh, these, these, these are animals, uh, yeah. a variety of types of pets. So dogs, yeah. I guess, predominantly? Predominantly dogs. We have about eight cats. And this, the cat program is almost more popular than the dog program, even though we have significantly more dogs. But we do have one rabbit out in Beaumont um, in one of their high schools there. Okay. Um, and it's a, it was just a rescue rabbit. But the rabbit is very, very popular. It has to be super friendly because sometimes they can be temperamental little bunnies. Yeah, it's very calm, very chill, super soft. Um, the male students out there love the rabbit. So I, I don't know the connection between that, but it's it's doing its work. Uh, Sarah, uh, it seems to me you were particularly excited about another couple of animals that you saw. Yeah, the paws. Well, I thought they were paws pony, but Andrea actually corrected me that they brought them in. Right, you said for a uh, separate event? Yeah, we so we recognized that um, it was a, a suggestion by one of our PAWS volunteers, and uh, we, we recognized that not all of our students come from an urban center, and a lot of them come from the rural areas, and, you know, a lot of them have horses, pigs, stuff like that, but we can't have a horse throughout McEwen, so we thought we'd bring them in just for the week of welcome, and it was successful. So they were outside, not inside. Um, but we have a student who runs her own nonprofit, Equine Therapy. And so I think we're going to try to partner with her next year or in the springtime and see if she can bring in her her pony, her miniature horse, and a miniature goat. Hmm. Uh, who, who You mentioned some staff members are bringing their dogs in. The other animals, where do they come from? Uh, so, you know, <laughs> it, it just... I'm just curious, where, where, where do they come, and how do, you, how do you make sure that they're going to be good with everybody? So where do they come from? I'll just keep it simple here. Yeah, so most of, all of the, the animals that come with the faculty are their own uh, pets. Yes. So my husband and I certify the animals. We work with Jennifer from Good Boy Dog Training, and we have streamlined our assessment process and evaluation process to meet the needs of our students here. So the animal has to be social because that's what our students want. Some want just quiet animals. Some want, you know, throw a ball down the hallway with a, with a dog. Um, so we look for different types of animals for different types of students. But, of course, the number one thing we're, we're most concerned about is the safety of the students. We don't want somebody to get bit. And does the animal want to do this kind of work? Because um, we have to also be very mindful about the amount of time the animal actually is working because we don't want to overstress the animal. Yeah, I, I have a great Dane who would just suck up about eight hours of attention and love. So we'll oh, chat. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> but that's why I was curious as to whether they're all staff dogs or you're not bringing, yep. or do other organizations bring animals in to help you out along this line? No, we don't have any other organizations okay. coming in. It is mainly a volunteer base. So we have a community members that come in and volunteer with us. We have a lot of students who bring their animals in um, and they get satisfaction out of sharing with other students plus it's an opportunity for them to sort of mentor some students along maybe 
having a hard day or mm-hmm. if they're in the same program, they can sort of help one another out. So it's that whole mentorship socialization aspect that is very important in university. I am kind of curious as to whether you've had uh, other organizations sort of reach out. You've mentioned this has just exploded. It's become extremely mm-hmm. uh, popular that there was justification, actual uh, study done into it to, to justify its existence. Have you had interest from either other institutions or perhaps even other workplaces, other other uh, places that, that might be interested in doing the same thing? Um, yeah, so we have animals in, uh, I think, nine now uh, schools in Edmonton Public. We have um, the uh, the Rabbit Clyde in Beaumont. We have a program at Nate. So Nate runs their own program. We do all the certifications for them. But other than that, they run their own program in Nate's Um we're starting at the U of A in the education department. Fingers crossed the dog passes this weekend or next weekend. Um, and then we are not in any other uh, institution other than the ones I've mentioned, but we are education focused. So if yeah. anybody wants an animal in their workplace, or in, it has to be education focused. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. That doesn't mean somebody can't go out and start something else. And I'm not sure whether there are other. Uh, and maybe Chedville can help me out if there's other, maybe there's companies or businesses that actually offer up animal therapy. They'll bring animals in for you. But that's not your your zone. I just don't know. I was curious to see if anybody had reached out to you saying, you know, we're going to do the same kind of thing. Uh, no, no, they haven't, but they're more than welcome to. Just curious. Uh, <laughs> and again, uh, some of these are in a classroom, some are not. I got a message in, and then I don't know how much of this is tongue-in-cheek, but said, I would hate to have an animal in a classroom. Don't want to smell, don't want to be looked, licked. Is there a place for me? You, you, you pay attention to those who want, those who want to interact with the animals can, and those who do not want, do not have to. Correct. Yeah. We never force an animal on it, on anybody um, because that's not the best for either either the animal or the person. But as in class, um, we do post um, on our uh, internal system that there will be a wellness dog or there may be a wellness dog in the class. Mm-hmm. And again, the dog is on leash um, and usually just sits up front so that the students can watch it. Uh, for those, we do have students that are highly afraid of animals. Um, due to their culture, mm-hmm. and we work with those students if they want to work on the overcoming their fear of animals. Absolutely, we will work with them. If somebody is not, that's okay. You don't have to touch the animal. The animals don't smell because they're bathed uh, mm-hmm. frequently, um, and we don't. I, I under I appreciate the comment, but um, we never ever force anything on anybody. And in the classroom, the culture that the students, the feedback from the students, is the culture of the classroom is much calmer mm. um, here. So it is effective, but I understand what what the comment is referring to. Yeah, and, and some people just assume the, the worst, possibly, because of fears or concerns yeah. or whatever. But yes, obviously, you're going to be able to, uh, to address that. Uh, this has been fun, uh, fascinating as well. And thank you so much for your time this morning. Really nice to talk to you. Uh, you you may you. have the best job in the city as far as animal lovers are concerned. I do, absolutely. <laughs> Nicely done. Andrea <laughs> Shute, uh, Director of PAWS over at McEwen. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Andrea hangs out with animals all day, makes people smile, makes them feel better. Eases stress. Pretty sweet. 717 right now.